0: what a year it's been. The pandemic certainly altered the learning process, and for those who were schooling virtually, keeping pace and maintaining grade-level standards has been difficult. I'm David Fair, and welcome to Washtenaw United. This weekly feature is produced in partnership with the United Way of Washtenaw County and is focused on equity and opportunity in our community. Today we're going to focus on a creative and innovative program. It's called Black Men Read. And Tamara Tucker-Ibarisha serves as its co-founder and program director. And thank you for making time today, Tamara.
1: Hi, it's great to talk to you.
0: You work in the education realm, albeit at the college level. Tamara owns a doctorate in cell and molecular biology and is a full-time lecturer at Eastern Michigan University. How has the pandemic impacted your ability to impart knowledge to your students?
1: Um, I think this year has been one of the most challenging. Uh, at Eastern, we have shifted to almost all completely online courses, and that ranges between asynchronous courses that are delivered um, Sort of in a batch at the beginning of a week, and then students work largely independently. Um, to what we've been calling hybrid and synchronous, where we um, are meeting for classes that are similar uh, to lectures that we would normally have on campus that take place on Zoom. And while um, you know we have worked diligently um, from the administration down to the faculty to develop courses that um, can really work well for students, it's just been a challenging year. Uh, I know from my perspective as someone who loves to be in the classroom and really enjoys that interaction. Um, Zoom is about as close as we can get <laughs> to that kind of right. thing in the virtual world. Um, but it, it definitely has a different feel. Um, and it's really different when you have all students that are sort of forced to function in this virtual environment because realistically that's just not an environment that is conducive for learning for the vast majority of students. So when um,
0: you talk with teachers in the K-12 through 12 level, 12 level What are they telling you about remote and hybrid learning and the academic effect it has had on their students, particularly the younger kids?
1: In some ways, it's it's very similar. You know, um, learning is a really interactive process, and for most students, be it K-12 and adults, um, doing it in the virtual environment is just challenging and difficult. There's something that happens uh, that's really visceral when you're connecting face-to-face in a classroom with students, um, be it K-12 or or college level. And so I think what teachers in K-12 and what we're finding is that while virtual learning is working well, and in some cases better a subset of students, for the majority of students it's actually been a more difficult way to learn and a more difficult way to teach.
0: And no one gets a doctorate without placing a premium on education. What about your personal academic experience helped form the concept for Black Men Read?
1: Um, I think that uh, what brought me to Black Men Read is a combination of my passion, commitment to education and academic achievement, um, but also um, my commitment to the community. In addition to um, being an academic that's in the community, you know, I'm a mom, and, and Black Men Read is really a merge of those two things in terms of creating um, educationally, enriching opportunities for our children and for my children, and uh, really trying to create a world in which um, the experiences and the stories of black people are normalized, celebrated, and something that everyone can participate in. And, and that's really at the crux of what we do with Black Men Read.
0: Washington All United continues on 89.1 WEMU, and we're talking with the founder and program director of Black Men Read, Tamara Tucker Ibarisha. It did not escape me, Tamara, that Black Men Read was founded by two women. Is there a significance to that in any social or societal sense?
1: I think that uh, it just so happened that we were uh, two moms who connected and thought about establishing the project. But I do believe that our intention to really center black men and uplift the role that black men play in our work um, comes from the fact that both my co-founder Yodit and I um, have had so many wonderful and meaningful experiences with black men in our lives in many capacities and see not only the need for that in our children's lives but also the important role that that's played in our children's lives and that comes from um, our children's fathers, my husband um, but also the ways that you know black men in the community who are teachers or community leaders Leaders or religious leaders have played in shaping the lives of our children and and all of the children in our community and so in uplifting black men I think it, it's almost our homage to just the important role that they play in our society and really trying to uplift that
0: prior to the pandemic black men read was a very hands-on in-person engagement opportunity how has it worked over the last year
1: Well, the last year um, has really pushed us and stretched us in a lot of interesting ways, and it's actually really been quite dynamic. You know, I think um, we look at something like the pandemic as an an unfortunate thing that has taken place, but there's always opportunities to to do something different. And so all of our programming has moved to online, and while that um, obviously has shifted our work, what it has done is actually given us a platform to be able to reach a much broader audience um, outside of Washtenaw County um, and also to bring in um, readers from all over the, the country and, and really all over the world. One of our members of the Reader Corps right now is in Kenya and is participating and, and able to contribute in that way. So, um the great thing about existing in the virtual space is that there aren't borders, there aren't limits, and and we have a capacity to reach people in a new way and and in a way that's been really exciting and actually helped to um, spur the growth of our organization.
0: When the volunteers in the Black Men Read program share with the children, they're sharing with all of the children, regardless of race. Do you see this as an opportunity to further break down divides and build that better foundation for equity and equality in the generations to come?
1: Absolutely. Um, early on, we really were very intentional and clear that Black Men Read, although centering and uplifting black men, is really a program for all children and all families, and that's extremely important um, because uh, we all exist in the county together. We exist in the society together, and I think that... Um, At the core, equity really is about viewing everyone as equals and valuing the contributions that all of us have to bring to society regardless of race, ethnicity, gender, um, and so on. And so Black Men Read is really um, focused on creating that reality um, by educating our children and by exposing them to not only literature that lifts up and celebrates the experiences and stories of black people, but giving them opportunities to connect with black men in a positive way that we believe will impact them throughout their lives.
0: Once again, this is 89.1 WEMU's Washington All-United, and we're talking with Tamara Tucker-Ibarisha, who is founder and program director of Black Men Read. So, Tamara, when the children go home after having this experience, or if they're at home watching on Zoom, uh, and they talk about their experiences with their families, have you noticed whether it is also inspiring parents to become more actively involved?
1: Um, I think that uh, because of the way things work online, the commitment from the parents is always sort of the thing that drives the participation of the children. Uh, We definitely have seen some really great participation and interaction with our Black Men Read book parties that we've been hosting monthly online. Um, And there are parents who make the commitment to log their kids on every month to make sure that they participate. Um, Sometimes the parents are there reading along and interacting with the kids. And what we've seen recently, which is really exciting, is that some of the Shire kids or kids who are interacting um, at the encouragement of mom or dad um, are starting to really take ownership of their participation in the book parties and our speaking up and sharing and interacting with our readers um, in a way that they maybe didn't in the beginning. So what it suggests is that um, that initial commitment by the parents is, is helping to, to get the kids really to engage with reading and, and with the activities.
0: So as we head to summer break... How will Black Men Read continue to engage students who may have lost a little bit in a pandemic-affected academic year? Are there going to be some in-person opportunities?
1: We do have one in-person opportunity um, that is taking place with one of our key partner organizations, and that is Cakeray Freedom School. Um, And we're actually hosting a summer in my county camp. Uh, It is focused on black excellence in Washtenaw County, and this is a really exciting initiative where we are also partnering with the African American Cultural and Historical Museum of Washtenaw County to get connected to some of the historical individuals, um, sites, and locations that exist within Washtenaw County. And there's plenty of them. Yeah, that are connected to um, the history of black people in this county, and and there really are quite a lot. These are kind of hidden gems in our community. so we're very excited about um, this opportunity. And the opportunity um, has an in-person component and then also has an online component. So we're calling it hybrid, which now is a word we're kind of all really familiar with. Um, so for individuals that would want to attend in person, there's the possibility to, to enroll. And then for individuals who are not going to be participating in person, um, There'll be weekly modules that are made available online um, that include the videos and and interviews and site visits um, that are connected to this camp initiative. But it's really about encouraging families to get out in Washtenaw County, go out, visit some of these historical sites, and learn a little bit more about the contributions of, of black people in Washtenaw County.
0: I think we would all do well to participate in something like that.
1: Yeah, it's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun and, and really exciting. And even for me, it'll be an opportunity to learn a little bit more about some of these historical sites and, and individuals. Washtenaw County is surprisingly rich in black history, and that's maybe something that we, we don't uh, have an awareness of, but, but we will after this program.
0: Sounds like it, and I will look forward to our next conversation and learning about all the advancements of Black Men Read. Thank you so much for the time today, Tamara.
1: Great. Well, thanks for talking to me
0: today. That is Tamara Tucker Ibarisha, the founder and program director of Black Men Read. For more information, visit our website at WEMU.org. We'll get you linked up everywhere you need to go. I'm David Fair, and this is one wemu WEMU-FM and HD1 Ypsilanti.